Welcome back to the Coffee Break Bible Study Podcast. This episode we are going to be talking about baptism, what it contains, what it means for us as we look throughout the Bible and study it together. We look at the Greek first and see what the Greek has to tell us. We go back to that Koine Greek, the original language, and look at the word that has been translated baptism or baptized. Uh, and see what it means for us. We're also going to see why it's important. Why is baptism in the Bible? Why was it instituted? What did God have in mind? And we'll also see uh, what are some controversies over baptism? What what are some things that have came up through history, through different parts of it, and why those, those things were implemented? Then we'll see why baptism is compared to death and what it means for us as we look through Scripture. If you have your Bibles with you, please open them to Acts chapter 2 and verse 38. And there, when we start to read Peter here on, in the day of Pentecost, he says, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins. And right there, we, we can really see why baptism is important, but that word, baptized. Uh, going back to the Greek, the Greek word, for baptism is baptismo, uh, or bapti bapto, if we go back to just the root, or baptisma. Uh, those are the three words that are generally used for baptism uh, in the Greek. And you think of that, the word baptismo, as we see here in Acts chapter 2 and verse 38, it means to become, to make well, to fully wet, the root word there, bapto, it means to cover wholly. Uh, all over completely with the fluid and this word occurs 80 times in the Bible uh, there's something to be said about that and yet the Greek word if we look at that definition it it explains to us a lot and especially when we get into later talking about the controversies over baptism what people have come up with yet here the Greek says to make fully or wholly covered make fully wet with a fluid or a, in this case water yet why is baptism so important first and foremost we saw there in Acts chapter 2 verse 38 it says repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins so when we repent we turn away from our sins we saw in the last episode and then here it's for the remission of sins. Now, you think of that. One is baptized for the remission of sins. Remission means a cancellation of a debt, a charge, or penalty. You think of the charge that that is there, the debt that we owe when we sin. As we see in Romans chapter two, 3, in verse 23, that, the wages, that we've all fallen short of the glory of God. We've all sinned. And yet, Romans 6, 23 tells us that the wages of sin is death. That's the debt that we owe, death. That's the wage for our sin. And yet, how do we overcome it? What what process do we go through? And we see there that baptism cancels that out. It's the remission of that sin. It's taken away from our charge. We don't have to pay that penalty. Christ paid it for us. How wonderful that is that he was willing to go to that cross to die so that we could have the remission of our sins. Another passage that we could turn to, turn over to 1 Peter chapter 3 with me. Look at verse 21. 
Yet we think of Noah in this sense, and in verse 20, it says, Which sometime were disobedient, when once the long-suffering God waited in the days of Noah, while the ark was preparing therein few, wherein few, that is, eight souls were saved by water. And we go back and look at Noah in Genesis, and, and in Genesis chapter 6, how he built that ark, and yet how he got into that ark with his family. And you think of that, all that wickedness, that was on the world. God destroyed it. Yet the water separated Noah and his family, rose them up away from that wickedness. They were saved from it. So by water, Noah was saved. Verse 21 of our text in 1 Peter chapter 3 says, The like figure whereunto even baptism doth now does doth also now save us, not the putting away the filth of flesh, but the answer of a good conscience toward God by the resurrection of Jesus Christ. We see there the same Greek word is being used, and it's very clear that baptism saves. How simpler can you put it that even baptism doth also now save us? It's not the filth of the flesh, it's not just washing our bodies, it's not just getting wet. It's remission. It's taking it away. How wonderful that is. And yet, there's controversies to baptism. There are things that people bring up when we think of this word and the process of baptism. They, they start to make excuses. They start to come up with different ideas. And yet, they say, well, what if the person is, is ill and they can't become baptized? Can we just sprinkle them with water? Can we pour water over them? Yet, some say this is an acceptable substitute for baptism to sprinkle or to pour water. Is that what the Bible says? Is that what the Greek says? The Greek says to be fully wet, to be covered wholly. And the Bible shows us this is not acceptable. This cannot take place. We have to go back to what the Bible says, that Greek word that means to be fully immersed in water, to be fully covered. Uh, turn over to Acts chapter 8 with me and, and look at verse 37. Uh, you think of here, this is the chapter that, it, that talks about uh, Philip and the Ethiopian eunuch. Uh, we've looked at it a couple times now and in other episodes, but yet think of this for just a moment with me and look at this. Verse 36 is, and that as they went on their way, they came unto a certain water and the eunuch said, see, here is water. What hindereth me to be baptized? Now some will say, well look, they were traveling along and, and, and this eunuch picked up a pitcher of water and said, look, here's water. No, no, keep in mind, it says, look, they came unto a certain water. They were passing by it. They came by. And here they were. And the eunuch asked, here's water. What hinders me to be baptized? What hinders me to be fully immersed? And Philip, in verse 37, said, If thou believest with all thy heart, thou mayest. And he answered and said, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. And he commanded the chariot to stand still. And they went, uh, went down both into the water, and Philip, both Philip and the eunuch, and he baptized him. And keep in mind, if it was just a pitcher of water that was sitting there, how could both Philip and this eunuch Go into the water. 
it's not possible. They both went into this water. This is a, a large body of water that both of them were able to go into. And then this eunuch was baptized. Spray wasn't a sprinkling. It wasn't just pouring water over the head. They were both in that water. The eunuch was fully immersed into that water. And yet we think of that and, and we see that there's no exception. The Bible clearly shows us that it's fully immersed in water. Yet baptism can also be compared to death. Turn over to Romans chapter four with or chapter six with me, and we'll look at and we'll look at several verses here. This is a wonderful chapter that teaches us so much about baptism. You start there for in verse four. It says, "Now to him that worketh is not the reward reckoned of grace, but of debt." Oh, I'm in the wrong chapter. Roman that was Romans four. We need to go to Romans six. Verse 4 says, Therefore we are buried with him by baptism into death, that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we should also walk in a newness of life. You think of that. We are buried with him by baptism. When we are baptized, we are baptized just like Christ was buried. We are raised just like Christ arose, we're baptized into his death. That's the only way we can come in contact with his blood, his saving power and the salvation that comes from his blood. The gift of God that came through uh, Jesus Christ, our Lord, as we see in Romans chapter 6 and verse 23. When we are baptized, we're baptized like Christ. We raise from it our sins, our forgiveness, and we walk in a newness of life. And how wonderful that is. Yet we think of our own selves and yet we see that pattern there. That when we are baptized, we come in contact with the blood of Christ. The, the Greek word there meaning that when we are baptized, we are fully immersed. It is important because it does take away our sins. It takes away that death, the, the debt that we should pay, that Christ paid for us. It was a debt that he did not owe. It's a debt that we could not pay, and yet Christ paid it for us. It's the burial and the resurrection of a new creature in Christ, and how wonderful that is. Yet, we think we think there is controversies. You see there is. People come up with different ideas of, of ways around to what the Bible says. They want to fill, fulfill what they think is right, yet the Bible is, is clearly tells us that baptism is what we need to do for salvation. Yet I encourage you as we conclude this episode to keep studying our Bibles, to keep reading them as we see it, and studying the Bereans there. And, and, and as Paul talked to them, they were more nobler than those in Thessalonica because they searched the scriptures daily. I encourage you to do the same, to continue to search, to continue to study. Remember in 2 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 15, we looked at this verse several times and, and how wonderful it is. That we study to show ourselves approved, not unto man, but unto God. A workman needeth not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of God. That's where the word of truth, how wonderful it is that we have the written word of God, that we can study it, and that we can open it up and look at what the Bible tells us, especially on the topic of baptism. Thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoyed this lesson. I hope you continue to study.